I'll call again tomorrow. Goodbye, Doctor. Hello. Hello. Gone dead. Who was it? I don't know. Strange voice carried on a conversation about some surgical operation without paying the slightest attention to anything I said. Captain, what is it? Listen. Someone is coming, walking slowly toward the corridor. Coming closer. Jumping Jupiter. It's a man. An old man. Are you... Is it really someone... You seem to be... Real. I saw the ship come down, and I thought perhaps I was losing my mind. It's been so many years. I'm Captain John Parsons. These are my assistants, Dr. Evans and Mr. Williams. We returned to Earth from Mars. Then... Then it's happened. When... We're not alone anymore. Forgive me, gentlemen, if I... If I seem moved. I've waited and hoped for so long. You survived the radiation. We did. There are others. My family... We are the only ones. I answered the phone a moment ago. Who was it? You heard my voice, Doctor. Yours? Yes. To break the loneliness. I've recorded my voice and rigged up an automatic telephone. It's pleasant to hear the phone ring. I I come here to work. I take it you are a medical man. My name is Cornelius Hathaway. Hathaway? Hathaway the brain surgeon? You know my name. Who doesn't? I watched you on television at college. Why, I saw you 20... 23 years ago, you performed a difficult surgery for a cerebral tumor. Thank you. I had almost forgotten. My my mind, you see, I... Well, I, I'm almost 80 now. Well, you look fine, sir. We've had the best of everything. An entire city to choose from. Cold storage, the best equipment. But come, come, come. There's a fine dinner waiting for you, and, and you'll want to meet my family. When I saw the ship come down, I told Alice, my wife, you know, to prepare a feast. This... It's a great day for me, gentlemen. A great, great day. Alice! Alice, come out to the porch and see who we have here. Alice, you hear? Come out. My wife, gentlemen. Alice, Captain Parsons, Dr. Evans, Mr. Williams. How do you do, Hathaway? How do you do? And uh, now, if you will follow me in, gentlemen, we'll meet my children. Lord, what a beautiful woman. She looks no more than 35. Do you suppose the radiation could have done that to her? I don't know. And these are my daughters, Susan and Marguerite, and my son, John. How do you do? How do you do, sir? Sit down, gentlemen, sit down. We'll have a feast in honor of this occasion. Susan, Marguerite, get the best silverware and the damask napkins... And, John, fetch the champagne. Yes, Father. Uh, excuse me a moment, John. Sir? Uh, how old are you? Twenty-three, sir. Thank you. What is it, Captain? Something wrong? Uh, nothing. Except that it's impossible. You see, Dr. Hathaway's son was already in college when I started. That would make him at least forty-five. <laughs> That was a wonderful meal, Mrs. Hathaway. Doctor, your wife is an exceptional woman. Thank you, sir. How would you gentlemen like some fresh gingerbread with your coffee? Hmm? I've uh, baked it this morning. Oh, oh wonderful, wonderful. Hmm, smell that, doctor? It's like coming home, Mrs. Hathaway. <laughs> it's like home having you here. 
Mrs. Hathaway, may I compliment you on having preserved your youth and beauty so well? Thank you. We have no worries here. No competition. All the things we need for material comfort. Parsons and I were wondering, Dr. Hathaway, if the radioactivity had any effect in preserving tissue. Your children all look so young, too. It is possible, gentlemen, of course. Radiation does strange things to living tissue. Alice, uh, could we have some champagne? Alice. Oh, I'm sorry. What, John? Uh, Some champagne, please. Champagne? Oh, yes, of course. An amazing woman. Did you ever see such grace, such, such complete relaxation? It doesn't seem quite natural. I beg your pardon, gentlemen? Uh, Captain Parsons was just about to ask uh, how you and your family managed to escape, Dr. Hathaway. We were very fortunate. You see, my home was in the Sierra Mountains at the time.